You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tuesday, April 7th edition of the show. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And we've got a, uh, a short list of topics, but they are all interesting enough that I am sure that they're going to fill out some time. Uh, Chris, first off, how's your day been? Good. Easy. Everything's good. Uh, Michael Fritz already jumped in on YouTube. He said, what's up, fellas? What's up, Michael? How are right, you? Sir. Um, we appreciate everybody that wants to hop in. Of course, you can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. Picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitch. We are on YouTube. We're on your favorite podcast app, whatever one that might be. Go and make sure you subscribe and leave some nice comments, nice reviews. Those are always welcome. We would definitely appreciate those. Anybody that wants to hop in on the comments, please do. We love getting your input. We love hearing you guys chat about whatever we are discussing uh, we got three main topics that we're going to talk about today. Two big ones as far as sports coming back in this country. And then one, uh, somewhat hypothetical, but something that Chris and I have been talking about uh, jumping in on for multiple days in a row now that we just have not had time to hit. But we are going to today, and uh, and I can't wait. So, um, first off, let me go on and tell you. It is National Beer Day. Did you know that? I did not. It is, uh, it is apparently National Health Day and also National Beer Day. Now, why those would be on the same day, uh, I have no idea. Other than, I think beer is probably good for mental health. Does that make, I mean, am I wrong? I don't think probably wrong. wrong about that. <laughs> I, do, I do feel good whenever I drink a beer. I'm not drinking beer today. I'm drinking uh, what is left of a bottle of Jack Daniels, just straight up old school Jack Daniels. So, and it's. Straight, no water, no nothing. Just had some ice in it, and uh, it's a little smoother than I uh, than I remember it being. When's the last time you actually drank Jack Daniels? Uh, probably when we went out to uh, watch the fight. When was that? That was oh February. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. That wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's been no, a long it wasn't time. That long, huh? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, definitely smooth. Definitely smooth. Um, so I had a minor freak out today uh, about the idea that we may not have sports for the foreseeable future. And and then before we but go wait a here, Clay Travis of, says that sports are roaring back. I know, right? And now it does make me feel good because, you know, UFC coming back, there's talk about Major League Baseball possibly being played. Like, it's not like I was going to a ton of games all the time anyway. So as long as it is on my television, I'm going to feel okay about it. That's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But it was the I just, idea. I just like that the definition of roaring is a sport that we could be playing now might start back in two months. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's we've, so we've ridiculous. defined we've defined it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. Is that if that was the roaring twenties, man, things were tough. They uh, they most certainly were. They were very <laughs> tough back then. Uh, Tim Crosby jumped in. He said, "Where does Winston or Cam go?" Uh, we don't have an answer for that. <laughs> I have no idea right now. Uh, you're probably not going to know about either one of those until after the draft. Uh, so we will probably stir that conversation back up here in a few weeks. Uh, our NFL talk today does have to yeah, do with I think free agency's done, by the way, uh, for until now. Yeah. after the draft. Nobody's signing anybody who's not signed yet until you're right, until until we see what moves make after the draft. Yeah, and, and at that point, like – a lot of the free agency stuff you're not going to see happen. Like, you're not going to see a bunch of signings that have already been talked about. They're not going to become official until these guys can get in with uh, team doctors and whatnot. Like, it, you got to pass team physicals. You got to pass all that kind of stuff. Uh, unless it's somebody like Tom Brady or, you know. It, it, it all depends on the contract, man. Yeah. I mean, if, if Jameis and Cam are asking for $20 million, then, yeah, they're going to make them pass physical. If they're willing to take a prove-it-one-year deal for $8 million bucks, I think all 30 teams, you know, there, there's at least, you know, 28 of the 32 teams would take a shot at that. Yeah, I, I do Just even as a backup. But you got to be willing to earn your spot, and you have to be willing to take a one-year prove-it deal, or I'm going to want a physical. Yeah. I think that's fair, too, by the way. No, absolutely fair. Absolutely fair. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and talk Major League Baseball real quick. Um, and, and I know that you don't know a ton about this, but I'll give you the rundown. This is Jeff Passan's article on ESPN, uh, originally posted last night and then was updated today. And let's see, there's no real way to, uh, to shorten this. So I'm, I'm going to give you the, the whole thing. Okay. All right. Uh, Major League Baseball and its players increasingly focused on a plan that could allow them to start the season as early as May and has the support of high-ranking federal public health officials who believe the league can safely operate amid the coronavirus pandemic, sources told ESPN. Though the plan has a number of potential stumbling blocks, it has emerged above other options as the likeliest to work and has been embraced by MLB and the MLB Players Association leadership who are buoyed by the possibility of baseball's return and the backing of federal officials, sources said. The plan, sources said, would dictate that all 30 teams play games at stadiums with no fans in the Phoenix area, including the Arizona Diamondbacks, Chase Field, 10 spring training facilities, and perhaps other nearby fields. Players, coaching staffs, and other essential personnel would be sequestered at local hotels where they would live in relative isolation and travel only to and from the stadium, sources said. Federal officials at the CDC, uh, as well as the National Institutes of Health, have been supportive of a plan that would adhere to strict isolation, promote social distancing, and allow MLB to become the first professional sport to return. Now, that was the initial report. Um, along with this, MLB issued a statement Tuesday saying that while the one-location plan has been discussed, 
quote, we have not settled on that option or developed a detailed plan. Uh, MLB has been actively considering numerous contingency plans that would allow play to commence once the public health situation has improved to the point that it is safe to do so, the MLB statement said. While we have discussed the idea of staging games at one location as one potential option, we have not settled on that option or developed a detailed plan. While we continue to interact regularly with the government and public health officials, we have not sought or received approval of any plan from federal, state, and local officials or the Players Association. The health and safety of our employees, players, fans, and the public at large are paramount, and we are not ready at this time to endorse any particular format for staging games in light of the rapidly changing public health situation caused by the coronavirus. Now, uh, let me go ahead and jump in on the comments. Uh, Michael Fritsch said, Chris, you got that new Brady Bucks jersey. Don't see the difference in their new, uh, new uniforms. Thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a big difference in the uniforms on that. Uh, <laughs> Tim said, I dislike baseball, uh, but I would watch batting practice right now and bet on it. Um, yeah, I think that's the yeah. point here is everybody wants live sports. Everybody wants something to get their mind Real, off of intangible. the intangible. Yes. Like, so we've talked about this a couple of times, and it keeps brought, being brought up. Do you think the players would go for it? Would they want to be isolated like this? And you know what? Right now, these guys are isolated just like we are now. The boat they're stuck in, a lot nicer than the boats we're stuck in. Yes. But but if you could tell them you got to live in a hotel room, which they're used to living in hotel rooms for months at a time, which is nothing new to them, and they get to get back to a routine, a semblance of something that they're used to, what they do for a living every day, go out and play baseball. You don't make it to that level without having a love for the game. I don't think there's any way on earth somebody turns into a prima donna and says, I'm not leaving my family. I'm not going and staying in the hotel room in the middle of nowhere, Arizona. I, I absolutely think this is the best sport for it because these guys grew up doing it. Anybody who had to work their way through any type of minor league system knows this is no big deal. And and I think they have the least amount of prima donnas out of all the the big three major sports. And and I think this can work. I, 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 I agree. said it before, and, I'm, and I'll say it again. As long as you can make sure everybody there doesn't have this thing, I don't think it can magically appear. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, the idea of staying, you know, sequestered from everybody else, and the only place that you get to go is to the ballpark for four and a half or five months, seems insane to me um because i'm thinking about all of that like i'm fine staying at the house it is the issue of i can't just run to the store like without making sure i'm fully prepared and i've got hand sanitizer and whatever else what right? would be different like, if you were in a hotel room by yourself I can, or with teammates I can, with friends i it, like not right this second but in the past i would have been able to leave the hotel room like that's that's the issue here is you're talking about locking these guys up for four to five months with no outside interaction other than a phone, which is what most people are doing right now anyway. I don't, think, I don't think they're locked up. Like, if they wanted to go outside, they could go outside the hotel because it's all them. And that's, you know? yeah, I don't Like, when I'm they go to the ballpark, stuck, they're going to get to go. At least they would get to go do something. Right now, if you went to Olive Branch City Park and you tried to play baseball with your kid, which too little, but anyway, yeah. like, at the end of the day, like, they're gonna they're gonna find you and throw you out of there yeah. or lock you up if you refuse to leave. True. So you know, 
they at least get to do that. Right now, honest question, and, and it might be different for you than it is for me. So this is a fair question, throwing that out there. Right now, if you had the option to take four or five of your best buddies and everybody has their own hotel room, but we're all stuck in a hotel, or you're now stuck in this house with your family that you've been for the last month, and you get to make that's your other option, but you get to leave and go play the sport that you play for a living, which would you rather take? I, well, I mean, you know the answer to this, but I know my answer. Uh, yeah, I, and and my answer would be the same as yours. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Uh, I'm out of here. I'm going jump in on chance. these on these comments. Stephen Gardner jumped in. He said live sports, uh, and then he put a whole bunch of emojis. Tim Crosby asked, "Will the MLB players get their regular pay?" Uh, that is what they are trying to do. Uh, yeah. So long as they have, if the they don't play contract, the games, nobody's getting paid regular money, right? Right. Uh, yeah, it's it's not nobody can get full contracts play. without getting played. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Huey jumped in. He said boredom will set in. Uh, Michael Fritch then said, uh, Chris, I bet there are more MLB players that would pass on the scenario than you think. He said NHL, on the other hand, should start back up. Um, and then Steven said, can we have a live cornhole social distance tournament? It's, uh, I mean, you can't really do that with that. <laughs> You'd have to be in person. But either way, I'd, I'd watch cornhole right now for sure on ESPN. Good gracious. Uh, as far as, like, I think that there are a lot of Major League Baseball players that would that would pass on this. Um, I, I don't. There are some. I, I just don't. That would be fine with it. There are some, however, that are family guys that would want to be with their family. Um, you, you're saying that as if they haven't been with their families for since October of last year. Well, no, because they'd already know, gone to uh, they'd already gone to spring training and they'd already done you know a lot of that. They went to spring training for two weeks. It's, hey, this is a different point that Matt brought up. He just said they have to bring in some women occasionally. Like, oh well, that's gonna <laughs> listen. You know that's gonna happen. Oh yeah, like the MLB's not gonna publicize that, but that's gonna happen. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's in Arizona. It's fairly close to Nevada, where it's at least legal. So you know, no, nobody cares about that. Listen, listen, that's not. Nobody's worried about that. I'm worried about it. My God, come on, man! No, nobody, oh, nobody else is, Gary. You're the only one. <laughs> I, I doubt that. Do you that. think? Do you I think? Do you think that. somebody will find marijuana in Arizona? Because that's illegal oh, there. A hundred percent. Okay, then why are we having the oh, conversation no, about? The other I, thing? I thought you were talking like, about nobody's worried about uh, about the women. I'm like, yes. Oh absolutely. no, I'm worried about nobody's worried about it being legal. It's, oh no, at that no, nobody cares about no. that. No, I'm just saying no. it's, it's it's in Nevada. There's a plethora of them in Nevada. I assure you, there's a plethora of them everywhere. There are two universities right now not in not not in Arizona session. State for sure. Yeah. Okay. That that are not in session. <laughs> there's a lot of talent. I can't out there believe we're around. having this discussion right now. Steven I just think in, it's more likely than not. Like I guarantee you, I I just think I I can't see these guys who are good family guys not wanting to go to work. It doesn't mean that you hate your family. It doesn't mean that no. you don't want to be with your family. It means you want to get your paycheck. Time, during football season, during baseball season, you're not with them anyway. This is a 162 game sport where you go out on three and four week road trips at a time. And even when you are at home, you are still having to be at the ballpark at you, you know yes. whatever time in the you're you're not home. You're, you're home dad for stuff. hours a week, not days a week, yeah. hours a week. So this is part of like normally right now in this time in April, they wouldn't be home anyway. No, you're so, right. You're right. So I don't know how it's any different except the fact that right now, when they're at home now, they're just like us. They can go to the grocery store. 
that's it. I, I will say this. The, and they're sitting the, in a really nice house, and they probably have a really nice pool. And, and all that. Okay, that's yeah. great. But at some point in time, you've done that for years. And True. now you just want to play ball again. Uh, Michael jumped in. He said, what happens during quarantine league baseball stays there. Yeah, that's yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Steven Gardner said whiskey. Cheers to that, of course. Uh, look, at my, my biggest issue, I've never had a problem with staying at home, right? Never had a problem with that. My biggest issue right now is that I have to stay home, right? That's it. A lot That's of times, always the I, difference. I would rather stay home than go out in my old age, right? Uh, I, I do like you and I both. We went to watch that fight. We've gone out. We've, you know, whatever. We have yeah. gone out to bars. We've gone out and enjoyed ourselves. But given the choice, the majority of the time, we would rather sit at home. Oh, oh yes. However, yes. now but, that we but it's have the fact to, that I can't stay at home. Right. And when I want to leave to get a break, so if I'm home three, four days straight at some point in time, I got to get out of here. All right. But now I got to get out of here and I got nowhere to go. Yeah. I got that's, nothing that's I can issue. do. I can't break this mold. But there, if you're quarantined with a hundred other guys, the only problem that I would have in this is if, if guys start, start getting into fights, because you're not going to have enough hotel rooms yeah. for every team to have their own room, hotel, which means you know, you you got problems with another player on another team. You could find that guy now. That guy's not yeah. not hiding from anybody. Well, I'll tell you this: probably, they won't be throwing at people the way they thought they would. No, you'd probably have to like you'd have to rotate guys in and out of hotels, right? No, like, there's no way to rotate. What are you talking no, ro- about? Rotate no. because it, like these, not every player is going to have room to stay in their own room. You're going to have to rotate guys into. Hey, this week you're with these guys, and this week nope, I, nope. Big money guys go get their own room. The broke folks are going to be staying. You're talking about all staying by themselves. The Four guys place. to a room. Absolutely, that's how it's going to happen. Man, I don't know, uh, Matt. The days in in Arizona is going to be hosting the the poor kids from the same team. So, yeah. so everybody from the Red Sox won't be staying in the Red Sox. Okay, that's okay. Right. You, I Chris got Sale you. will have his own room, or JD Martinez will have his own room, and a bunch of call-up guys, everybody in the bullpen that sucks, they're all going to bunk together, you yeah. know, at, at a cheap hotel because you're not worth the money we're paying you now. Matt jumped in. He said they'd have to pay the taxes in whatever state they play in. It could make their financials a mess. Uh, uh, the legal figure yeah, all that they'll out. they'll figure all that right out. Right now they're just trying to play. Yeah, Michael jumped in. He said it would be just like playing ball in college with dorms. Yep, uh, yeah, no different. Yeah. He's no, no different. So, so let's give a a last thought on this. I think it's a little crazy. Uh, I do think it could work. I would love to see it work. Uh, and I'm guessing you are uh, a little bit different in that uh, you don't think it's crazy. In that it 100 percent crazy. Work. At some point in time, we've talked about this. You have to be flexible during this thing. If you want life as normal, then retire. Then yeah. just quit. Okay. And if you want your paycheck. But you if you want to go get do. paid and you want to go to work and you want to be a professional baseball player, then then go to work. If you got the opportunity, man, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely am for this. I don't see it being – but I'm also the guy that's not afraid to think outside the box, so either. Like, I don't think some ideas are crazy. They might not work, all right, but, but at least try them. Yeah. Not yeah. trying things keeps you in the same rat race you've been in your entire life. That's a terrible place to be. You are 100% right on that. Let's go ahead and dive in. UFC Island. 
Dana White bought an island, a private that's island. exactly what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ridiculous. Uh, it's so insane. So Justin Gaethje uh, has already come out and said uh, when he hits Tony Ferguson, he's going to go to sleep. So he's already calling for a knockout, even though he hadn't had a... And, and you fully expect that with the uh, you know UFC fights and whatnot. <laughs> the main card and the preliminary card uh, have been finalized. And they have a full allotment of fights for April 18th for UFC 249. We already talked about Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. Uh, I think that's going to be actually a more entertaining fight than Habib and Tony Ferguson. Uh, just from a pure bystander, you know, whatever. I understand it's not the most technically whatever. Habib is the best fighter in the world. We get that. But I think this is going to be a fantastic fight. They've also got uh, Jessica Andrade uh, against Rose Namajunas. Jorgen DeCastro against Greg Hardy. You remember Greg Hardy, of course. Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a fun one because it's guys that like to punch. So right. uh, Nico Price and uh, Vincente uh, Luque, who I have watched them before. I don't know how to say the Vin, Vincente's whatever. Vicente, whatever his name is. Luque. I don't know all about him. What I know is I watched this fight, like, I want to say a year and a half ago, maybe. And it was fantastic. These guys are incredibly entertaining. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And then Kelvin Qatar against Jeremy Stevens. That's another one of those that is uh, that's fun. And, and just, they, they got a lot of good full fights. They've got Uriah Hall against Ronaldo Souza. Um, Francis Naganu against, check this one out, Rosenstruck is his last name. Uh, Jarzino Rosenstruck. And then Alexander Hernandez against Omar Morales. Marlon Vera against Ray Borg. Michael Johnson against Kama Worthy. Uh, they, they, got, they got dudes. They actually got names. They've got a lot of fun fights on this card. And it is stacked. Absolutely stacked. Um, so, we've already gone through the card and whatnot. But let's talk about how they are doing this. You were dead on. You said he was going to go buy some place and, and do it where you don't have to worry about anything else. The only <laughs> thing that worries me about this, if, these, if it's some private island wherever, how do you sanction it? How, like it we, we talked about this yesterday, right? That not being able to sanction it almost makes it WWE-ish with me because they can set up whatever storyline they want. But they're it, not going to do that. And they may not. It just worries me. They're just that's just not how the sport works. I don't know why that would worry you. That's an insane thought. It's an insane thought, but that's why boxing the, matches are sanctioned. Yeah, and they're and all corrupt they throw too. Them. Yeah, uh, you, I mean you've got a valid point. I just sanctioning I don't know. does nothing to prevent any of this wrongdoing because we can't prove any of it ever. That's true. That's true. So I'm not worried about it. Dana White runs a tight ship. UFC has become successful and been what it is now because he does things on the up and up. Yeah. Good business people don't do shitty things all the time. And he is he's definitely a good businessman. I'll it would give just him that. be so bad for his brand and real really hard to keep everybody's mouth shut. The person that has to take the dive, not only do you have to pay them a lot today. What happens 10 years from now when they get bored and broke? And you're talking about fighters that are broke all the time. Yeah. 
How much money do you pay? There's not enough hush money in the world. That's why it's always bad to pay somebody to keep their mouth shut. Yeah. Because you eventually run out of money. Yeah. Mike, actually, interesting that you bring that up. Uh, He said, I think they want to fight to make some money. They're going to make a killing. Uh, Joseph Gomez. uh, Here we go. Uh, Joseph Gomez jumped in. Sanctioning just means he paid the state money to hold the event in case someone dies. It's it's basically right. an insurance thing. Um, yep. But I'm sure that he's got insurance figured out on this island anyway. No, no doubt. All these yep. it's part of the UFC agreement. I assure you, these guys are under contract with the UFC. They have something in their contract protecting them from anything that a state would protect them with. This is the libertarian in me coming out right now. That regulations don't always work. I'm not the guy that says we don't need driver's license, but I'm also the guy that says every city in the world that's heavily regulated has far more problems with their infrastructure than places that aren't. Because true. companies that go to these places that don't have to jump through a bunch of red tape, they do good work. I work for a bunch of builders. They're not heavily regulated in the state of Mississippi at all. These guys have a lot of pride in how they build, okay? They still build a good quality house, even though a lot of them could cut corners and build a crap house. They choose not to. They don't. Yeah. Because it's bad business, by the way. Oh, yeah. It, it'll hurt years, you down the road. gets out. Your reputation's gone. Yeah, and then and then you can't build. So it, I'm not saying no regulations, but I'm telling you, sanctioning doesn't work because, i.e., Boxing, a sport we love and a sport we know has a problem with things being fixed. Yeah. That's, sanctions uh, hadn't stopped that for, what, our entire lifetime. Huey, I can't speak for any time before that. Huey sent me uh, a link the other day about, uh, it was Teddy Atlas on uh, Joe Rogan talking about the corruption in the sport of boxing. And you and I have, we, we listen to Rogan's podcast, you know, here and there. <laughs> and I had actually listened to this however long ago it was. Um but it was all the discussions that you and I have had about, you know, uh, Triple G and Canelo. And, you know, it, it just go back and forth. Uh, the, the fight that, um, God bless, what's it, uh, Pacquiao. The fight the, that Pacquiao The Pacquiao's lost. fight's the biggest fight for me. Yeah, the in, one against Joe Horn. Yeah, it's the Joe Horn one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just, yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. All those were sanctioned fights. What'd they do for him? Absolutely nothing. No, it's, nothing. the sanctioning I don't think has to do with uh, and necessarily the the fixing. I, I, I feel like mentally for me, like knowing that it's sanctioned by somebody just means, one, that everybody's safe, and two, that there's no hijinks, and yet you're exactly right. Like, there's still hijinks. It doesn't matter. Like, it's, yeah, you're you're right. I do, I do think that this is going to be a lot of fun. UFC 249 is going yeah. to be an absolute freaking I wonder this. I seriously wonder this. Once a year, does he just do a fight down there? Once this thing goes down, is that where he does most of his fights at now? And, and well, he, not all of them, but a lot of them, and he builds an arena, and people fly there to go to fights because I'm going to bet it's he, probably in a pretty baller place that probably. you can catch a boat to pretty he, easily. He said that it's uh, this is where he's going to do – like he's going to do fights every weekend there for the next two months. Well, while we're stuck here, yeah. And that means he's got to have a lot of fighters, by the way, a lot of fighters. Yeah, a lot of fighters that are. Warm I was to thinking, fight. just get enough for this card. Hell, get you know, get twelve guys, and and you can you can got a you got a six fight card, and we're done. You're going to do fights every weekend. Yeah, he's got for 20, two months. He's got twenty four fighters right now for this card. Yeah, that's all. So, so he he's these got a ton guys of can't fight next week, okay? 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to but see But he it. will print money. If he does one every week or every two weeks or whatever, he will print money right now because he's the only guy going. Yeah. Now you're, uh, you're dead on about that. All right, let's move into the discussion that we have been uh, teasing for, what, three days now, however long it's yeah, been, yes, starting into last week. Uh, NFL quarterback talk. Now, right. obviously, we've got the draft coming up. We think the free agency has, uh, has slowed down until after the draft. Uh, you mentioned a, a very simple question, but one that does bring a lot of thought, and, and you got to... You got to do some problem solving and all that kind of mess, right? Um, it, it gives you an opportunity to to deep dive into some of these players, who they are. We did it a little bit yesterday with Rodgers and Wilson and nitpicking the difference between you're, – you're splitting hairs with some of these things. Basically, I heard a conversation. Here's the premise off of the Ringer NFL show uh, with uh, with Kevin Clark and, and somebody he had on. I should know that guy's name, but it wasn't a regular Ringer guy. Um, and, and if it was, it, it wasn't Robert Mays, who he usually does it with. Uh, but basically, I'm gonna. Uh, you got three situations here that you got to fill the thing for. I'm saying you can't use the same guy twice. Okay. Okay. You need a quarterback for this year, for one year, one season, this season, with the team they have, with the coach they have, the players they have right now. Okay. okay. They're going to be healthy all the way through. We'll just assume that. Then you've got a quarterback for the next five years. Roughly in the same situation they're in. Now, I'm not saying they can't get traded or whatever, but who would you want for five years? And then for 10 years, who would you want your franchise for for 10 years? Now, I think anybody that's not lying to themselves, that's a real, true, honest sports fan, we all have the same answer for 10 years. Do you think anybody – because I'd like to address that one first because I think it's the easiest one to address. I think we're all going to say Mahomes, right? Mahomes – as much as I love the rest of the guys, and we'll get to with five and we'll get to with one, I don't I don't know that you can project out anybody else ten years from now. But I think Patrick Mahomes eight years from now is gonna look a whole lot like he looks right now. Yeah, I agree because I don't think that what he does is something that you can necessarily prepare for. No. Uh, it, he's just like it it's what all of these talking heads always discuss. You have to have a quarterback that can complete a third and eight or a third and 11 uh, and keep the chains moving. And he does and he, it Well, he can complete the 60-yarder. He can complete the one three yards behind the line yes. of scrimmage. And he makes not just every throw, but every slot position. He doesn't have to be set. He can throw off his left foot, his right foot, falling backwards, leaning forwards, falling left, falling right. He, he, there's nowhere he can't get the ball out of his hand to the person he wants to get it to. Yeah. yeah. He's it, right? I would be interested to hear if anybody has somebody else for 10. The 10-year plan, I just can't trust anyone else knowing no. that's a guaranteed contract. I got to pay him all the way through. Who am I getting the most bang from a buck out of? That's it. Yeah. I, now, I'm, we can I'm go to you. one or five after that. You pick. Uh, Let's go ahead. Let's move to one. Uh, because right. my my answer was Patrick Mahomes on the ten because that yeah every I think we I thought we yeah. were well, that's the least discussion I think there is in in honesty I think I think five might surprise you because I think we might be the same on five, uh, but we'll we'll you know what screw it let's go on and do let's go on and do five I, so I will tell you I'll be honest for the other two I have three options I have one that I will take 
but I would not be upset with the other two options at all. Outside of these three options in this scenario, I wouldn't take anybody. Uh, Michael Fritz jumped in. He said, if Andrew Luck was back playing, I'd throw his name out there for 10 years. For 10 years, though? Woo, he'd be, he's in his 30s, man. 10 years from now, he'd be... No, he, he's, he was 29, so yeah, I could see it. He'd be 39. Man, I don't know. Already had a neck injury. Mm. Let's see. If he was playing. I wouldn't take him over Mahomes, and I don't know that we'd debate about it either. Now, maybe. You, you may be right. I, I, I might would do Andrew Luck for five. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, you can leave a team... Uh, you can lead a team down 20 points and win by 20 points. You get my vote. Lamar Jackson is the only other quarterback for 10 years. So uh, he is my answer for the five years. Really? Yes. Now, I, I had him as a possibility for one year. No, and, it hold on. a stunt. I, I understand. I, I'm, I'm with you. But if you go and look at his accuracy, oh, it I, ain't great. We're, we're going to have a conversation. I don't care. Okay. I, I, I know. I know. In he's college, a freak. he threw for a gazillion yards. He knew how to throw the football in college. <laughs> he's learned how to figure it out in the pros. He did not know how to throw. He was throwing to a bunch of white guys that sucked or a bunch of old guys that couldn't run anymore. So I don't hey, care. Michael Fritz jumps in. He he agrees with me. He said Lamar Jackson may be a flash in the pan. Nope. And it is entirely possible. I think. Now I had nope. him as an option. He is not my choice. He's not my choice for one or five. Uh, he is my choice. But I, he was he was a possibility for me for one year because I don't know that NFL teams have will be able to catch up with him for this year. If only because uh, players are doing nothing right now. Nobody's doing anything right now. So it, I no, think he'll still have success. They're not going to catch up with him for the next five next years because he's so different than every other quarterback they face. It'd be like trying to prepare for the option with one week to prepare. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. Man. He's he he. So he's your he five is, year. He absolutely is my five year. There are two other people that are acceptable here. I'm interested to see who you say. Uh, my choice was Russell Wilson. He wasn't my choice. He's not on here. Really, Russell's a little long in the tooth. Uh, Russell ain't that long in the tooth. Good gracious. What, what is he? He's, uh, he's 31. So you're giving me him, and and what you said yesterday to me is, um. He like it's how the team is currently constructed, right? Okay. Yeah, I I do like the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks could get hot, and with a, a new wide receiver in DK Metcalf and all that, I think he's going to get better as they go along. He's got some playmakers. He's got you know he needs a, a running now, attack, okay. but you uh, he's he's acceptable here as well. I I did my one five and then ten, and if you were on my one list, I didn't put you on my five list, even though you're not my person. So he's in the conversation for one. My two people that I thought were respectable in this: Kyler Murray, and one his team is rough because his coach is rough, but he's been successful nonetheless. Which you is said Sean you say Kyler Murray for five for five years, yeah. But dude, here's here's my only issue with that. He, you've only seen him for one year. That's right. And I've got him for one year. It, so if I can get anything like what he's done his first year over the next four years or five more this year plus four more, I'm good. I'm happy. Right, so so uh yeah, tell me tell me who your other for uh for five was because Michael Fritz jumped in. I know you can't see the Desha- uh, the company. Deshaun Watson. That's what he Deshaun said. He Watson. said, forgot about this guy, but how about Deshaun Watson for ten years? No, no, no. Deshaun Watson's it. I'm I'm saying we're not making massive trades. We can't say if he goes to the Patriots and 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 he gets with Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick. No, 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 no. 
he's he's stuck with Bill O'Brien right now. He just lost his best receiver. <laughs> like he he's got a couple of old running backs and a bad offensive line. Go get him. Mm, it's really hard to swallow it, that deal and think that organization's going to be good the next five years. <laughs> but talent wise, talent wise, he's way ahead of Kyler Murray. He's way ahead of Kyler Murray. Yes, I agree. I, I would agree. take I would take two years of the five with Kyler in the system he's with. Deshaun Watson's going to be a stud at least one more year. Like, I, I uh, not Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, Hopkins is going to be a stud for him. Like, I trust that offensive mind and that offensive system. I think at least two of those three years, I'm getting elite level performance. Watson, I am terrified of what it's going to look like with Bill O'Brien, but he's in this conversation because he's that damn good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, "No love for Drew Locke. He's a sleeper." <laughs> eh. Look, we just haven't seen enough yet. Um, I, I, listen, I have seen enough. I like him. I think he's good. Yeah. You're telling me I I get to build a franchise around a guy for five years? It ain't going to be Drew Locke. That's, uh, Michael there Jumpback. might be 19 other quarterbacks I'd take before Drew Locke. Eh, maybe not 19, but there's a lot. <laughs> there's there's a lot right now. Now, that could change this year. Obviously, oh, that's right. If he comes out and proves yeah. me wrong, that's fine. But I, right now, I've seen a little bit of a little bit. Yeah, Michael said Broncos fan here. I'd take Locke. Like, yeah, that that makes sense. I'm, I'm with but you. you. But you wouldn't take Locke over Watson. Like no, right now, if you could no trade chance. for Deshaun Watson, you you cannot tell me you'd be like, nope, we're happy with Drew Locke. Who uh, who is your official for uh, for five years? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Okay, you Lamar you Jackson, Lamar. absolute beastly stud. Five years. Okay, he's gonna go run the league. Let's go ahead and talk about one year. You want to go on, or do you want me to? Doesn't matter. I want to see if you if you laugh me off the face of the planet. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm gonna take Drew Brees for one more year. No, okay. Drew Brees is one of the three. It's all okay. old guys. I think his team. I think his coaching staff. Yeah. I will tell you the argument that one of the guys made was Drew Brees was he did really not look really great sh- the last half of last year. Was really strong in the sense of one year. And he's playing it from we think this year's going to be weird and we think this year's going to be a little different. And he has had the same offensive coaches, the same offensive coach, uh, coordinator, head coach, offensive scheme. They don't need a lot of practice time to walk in and say, let's go, baby. And that team, while Drew didn't look good, that team is really talented. And if Drew can just look like what, you know, a, a fraction of what he used to be, then I think he's a really good choice. I would take Wilson over him for one year. Okay, but my okay. choice. My choice is going to be Sir Thomas Brady. Okay, one yeah, year, that... and and I get my favorite offensive mind in football for the last I don't know ten fifteen years in Bruce Arians to yeah. coach him. That it, along I, with I Mike thought... Evans and OJ Howard and Godwin and I yeah. mean you name it. All of these yeah. weapons. And we don't down know there. what they're going to draft. And yeah. I, I just think it's going to be great. I trust I hope Bruce. It's an offensive lineman. I, tr- I trust Bruce so much. I mean, I think that guy, I've, I've told you this before, I think he's elite level good. He has never had a great team before, ever. Ever. No, not as a head coach. Uh, now he. Oh, I mean, yes. Okay, yes. As a coordinator in, yeah, yeah, with, with in, the, Steelers. in Indianapolis, he had some amazing teams. Let's as see. a head coach, He's never been given the keys to a badass car. Michael jumped in. He has an interesting question. He said, uh, Brady or Breeze with the Saints' current roster? 
I take Brady. I think Brady's a better quarterback. We saw you saw so Brees too. break down at the end of the year last year. Look, Brady in the playoff game where they lost to the Titans, he still had several like he threw a couple of deep balls that players just dropped, but he's oh, yeah. got fire in his arms still. Yeah, I agree. And, he, and I know that he's taking care of his body better than Drew has because he's taking care of his body better than any person on the planet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Joseph Gomez said, I think the dog laughed at my Drew Locke pick and left. Like it's, <laughs> apparently he saw Sook behind me. <laughs> Listen, I, like, I don't want this to turn into a Drew Locke hate, okay? I, no, 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 I no, like no. We love Drew Locke. I'm mostly vested in the Broncos being good. I... I, I'm a big Vic Fangio fan. Last year really hurt my feelings when he started off bad. I lost a lot of money on the Broncos last year. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I think Brock Locke is good. I don't know that he's great. I, I don't know that either. Now, he was great at Missouri, and it's tough to be great at Missouri. Um, I don't know. Because he didn't have a ton of talent. I, yeah, but. I, I think, look, he's got a deep ball. He can He can make all the throws. Uh, I think if he learns the offense and he gets in there, because remember, he was dealing with injuries last year, I think he can be really good. Uh, but we'll see. Um, and, he, and you were right about Wilson. Sutton. Wilson Wilson deserves to be in the one-year and the five-year conversation. Uh, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Let me, let me toss another one out here real quick. Because well, okay. we've, we've got, you know, I mean, we're hitting on 40 minutes here. Not that it necessarily yeah. matters. But, um, however, again, I do have the two-year-old that I've got to deal with here momentarily. <laughs> so, once it hits uh, like 5.30 – I got to deal with the baby because my wife has been dealing with him all day. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I think Bridgewater and and Joe Brady are going to be fantastic together. So maybe I could see that as the five year, but we haven't seen it yet because I, and I think that, sc- that would, that, dude, it that scares would, me. I would yeah. take Bridgewater over Locke, but I I don't know that I would necessarily do that because I don't know yet. I, I would, but I'm going to tell you this. That's a gamble. That is a gamble. There are way too many quarterbacks out there that I think are safe before I did that. Uh, Michael Fritch said, standing invitation, fellas, season ticket holder. So if you ever make it to Denver, you both have tickets. Uh, hey, that, that is a stadium I really want to go to. Yes, bad. I want to go to Mile High. I do want to go and to boy, Denver. And our boy Sam from West Lafayette is a massive Broncos massive fan. fan. Yeah. So, we we talk Tanner. Broncos frequently. Yeah. I got a couple uh, Broncos fans that I'm in my life. Now, here's so. here's the thing. Uh, Michael, if you're still watching, I'm curious, it, do you think, like, have you heard anything from the team, anything like that about what is going to happen with this season? Uh, I'm just curious because I, I don't, nobody has any kind of information right now. So I, I, I would imagine his money for a season ticket. Yeah, but I would imagine they have taken the money. So I don't know. I don't know if they are going to say anything. I'm, I'm going to see if Michael says anything, but, uh, but yeah, I would love to go out there. My God, I've never been to Colorado. I've never been to Denver. I've been. All over this United States of America, never been to Colorado. Been I've been all to Colorado the West several Coast. times. I've never been to Denver, but I've been to Colorado several times. Where have you gone in Colorado? Uh, just a, a different life. Used to go snow skiing, which I've never snow skied a day in my life. But I, <laughs> but I went there. with people. I went with people that snow skied for trips during like spring break and stuff like that. Let's see. Oh, here we go. He said they postponed our date to select tickets. Okay. Well, either way, we will we will definitely hit you up about that because I, I would imagine okay. flights are going to be pretty cheap, uh, you know, for the next little while, uh, and and we ain't scared of necessarily going anywhere or being quarantined because God knows I've been quarantined for uh, over four weeks now, and uh, I, I'll tell you this, Chris, before we log off, before we get out of here, I have already, my wife and I have discussed we are going to take separate vacations and we're going to take a vacation together. 
Um, we are dropping off the boy with his grandparents, both sets of them for a duration of time. Uh, <laughs> Michael said they absolutely took my money, but say if any games are affected, we will be credited or refunded. So probably credited. I would, credited. I would wait to credit credited. And just try not to get season, not try not to get like spring training games next year or whatever, uh, like a preseason games next year. Oh yeah. We, Mike, Mike said, I'll DM you, you on Instagram if that's right. Preseason yeah, absolutely. games next, yeah. next year. <laughs> Listen, if there's one oh. league that would absolutely just rape their fans, it's the NFL, right? Oh, we, oh, we all agree on that. Yes. It's Roger, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't know that it's politically correct to say rape. I'm um, sorry. But it, that's okay. That, that was very insensitive, and I shouldn't hey, have used that word. You know what? It's totally fine because we are— I was trying to not use the F word, but no, that's the word I want hey, to You use. can use that, too, because I'll tell you what. We are on—hey, uh, Michael, DM me on Instagram, uh, GaryWCE. The the winning cure is everything when is set up weird, so I don't know that I get DMs on that one, but <laughs> just do it to the GaryWCE one, and, and Chris and I will talk about it, but— uh, but yeah, we'll figure it all out. But yeah, the uh, we're we're not governed by the FCC. We're internet only. Like we can I talk know, about whatever we want to. So we try and keep swear, it clean. I swear a lot. Yeah, so and that's you know what? That's totally fine because again, we are the new generation, Chris. Like I don't know if you knew that. I'm old. We, I'm, old I'm way too old <laughs> to be the new generation. If I'm the new generation, <laughs> they, it's not gonna last long. He said people are too. It'll be sensitive. the shortest generation we've ever had. Yeah, you got that right. He said people are too sensitive. You're good, Chris. Like, no worries. So, anyway, but let me – I got to get out of here. The boys are already right. screaming and everything, and I've still got to uh, schedule the uh, the podcast and all that. Michael, uh, Joseph, and Stephen, all you guys that have joined in, uh, Matt, everybody else, we appreciate you guys for jumping in every day with us. We have a blast on this show. It is always a good time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit subscribe, share the show out, tell your buddies about it, leave some nice reviews for the podcast if you have not already. Uh, Chris, is there anything else that we need to hit on? Hey, brother. That's Talk it. All right. We will be back again tomorrow. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting the show. We will see you all again on Wednesday. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done.